Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Euro 2020 tournament set of fixtures. We're in the quarterfinal stages, uh, the last of our quarterfinal games. Uh, so today we have Denmark taking on the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Versus Scotland. And it's and it, it's, we're recording this on Bastille Day. We are. It's very um, um, and there's a big, there's a big uh, in France apparently there's a big uh, military parade on the Champs Elysees because it's mm. the day that they stormed the Bastille, the French Revolution. Yeah. I imagine all... apart from that, they'll be just sitting around doing nothing, striking cool. and striking, like. putting their tanks in reverse gear. Think, <laughs> <laughs> hey, just race, just racist. racist. Right. So let's uh, let's start Get with our, our first encounter: Netherlands v Denmark. Um, and we've got some beers for this, haven't we, Ben? So yeah, I'm, I'm looking after first. this one. La Trappe beer from Holland. It's a double, a lovely dark beer. Can you see that lovely, beautiful head there? And as you can see, it looks a bit like a monk. Got like the ah, white bit at the top, yes. and that is there, nice. like the habit, which brings us <laughs> seamlessly onto... Um, Drinking habits. Where's so your picture up? What's your picture? I've oh, got, yeah. Sorry, I've got mate. the sorry, mate. famous encounter between the English and the Dutch in 1996. Well, we spanked them. Yeah. Ah. I've got Dutch caps because that's what football players win when they play for Holland. Nice. Um, now, the this beer comes from the Koningshoven Konings Brewery or Abbey, mm. meaning mm. King's Gardens, uh, somewhere between Breda, Breda and Eindhoven, the most boring place in Holland. It's basically just the headquarters of Philips, and I've been there several times. It's very dull. Sorry if anyone lives there. Um, and it, it, the, the Dutch king gave um, the king's gardens over to some monks who came up from Normandy. Hello, they were Normans. Hello! Oh, no. Hello, I'm a Norman. I'm a Norman. Um, and they built a brewery in 1880, started brewing beer, and they became a Trappist brewery. And now, as we've, if you've listened to our wonderful Around the World and 80 Drinks podcast, there's an episode we talk all about Trappist breweries. Trappist beer is uh, uh, essentially brewed by monks within the walls monks. of the monks. Good. Yeah, there he is. There's, there's a monk. monk. Also in Marvelous Miss Maisel as well. The dad's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's Stanley Tucci, who made a very bad straight up Negroni, as discussed. Anyway. He won an Emmy. He won an Emmy for that performance. Just so really in Monk, yeah, three appearances, won an Emmy. Well, that's a different kind of Monk because the monks that make the beer, no uh, shit, root, hmm? no shit. Yeah, they're different monks. Um, they have to to be a Trappist beer. You have to be brewed by monks within the walls of the uh, monastery or abbey. And you have to all the profits from the from the making of the beer have to go to pimping up the brewery, pimping up the monastery, keeping it all nice. It goes to charity, dolphin orphanages, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, the Dutch, these guys um, were a little bit. They they played a bit fast and loose with it. They 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 built the brewery in 1880, but then in 1969, a funny year, I think we can all agree. Um, they um, yeah. sold. They sold. They sort of licensed it. Licensed it out to Stella Artois, and they started getting involved, which was a bit naughty. Mm. And then they bought it back in 1980. Then they brewed it for 19 until 1999, and then they sort of sold it again to Bavaria. 
Bavaria being a big brewer. And then the, the Trappist Association went, look, stop fucking about with it. We're taking our badge <laughs> away because yeah. you, the monks, are not doing any of the brewing. It's all the other guys. And then in 2005, all the monks got together and they decided they would brew it again. And now it is a Trappist beer. So every time you drink a beer, this money goes to good deeds. So we are doing a lot of good work for charity. Mm. Nice. How does it taste? Really nice. It's a double, darker malt, so put a bit of candy sugar in there, which sounds like they're cheating, but it's not. Uh, even when they were sort of being run by other people, their beers were always very good. And they've got mm. a holy trinity of beers, styles, triple, double, and a blonde. Um, and the blonde goes down very easy, as, as always. <laughs> really? Not always? No, no. Uh, Rarely, in fact. <laughs> With your, um, with your knob rot, I'm surprised. <laughs> there's some autumnal talking of that. There's lots of yeasty flavours in there. Ah, uh, talking of autumnal fruit. Of that, indeed. Yeah. Very good. Steady cheese. Um, and that's good. That's good. I like it. Good. It's a very well good done. beer. What um, have the Danes brought to the party? Well, they've, they've turned up. They've turned up with this. Hang on. Ah, classic. They've gone classic. Ah. They've tried to beat total football with... Uh, Look at that. Why have I got beer. Winston Churchill behind me? Tell me so rude. Look at that. He is. Was that the piece? Was that supposed to be the piece sign? It was V for victory, wasn't it? Okay. Can't I remember. Mean, God, back in the... terrible. I think that's why. He was like it must be. Victory. It must be. But, I mean, did that not mean something back then as well? Well, it comes from the the Normans, doesn't it? The Norman times. Hello. If they if they caught you, they cut your fingers off, so the so archers can... couldn't. So they'd stick their fingers up at the French to say, "We've still got our fingers." Seems that's, so that's good. That's good called. knowledge. Yeah. But did it mean? Oh, yeah. Well, so it must have meant fuck off. Oh. It did. It meant oh. up yours, up yours, French, because we can still fire our arrows in your face. Yeah, but when Which, unfortunately came out... that backfired a bit, didn't it? With poor old Harold got an arrow in the face. Uh, <laughs> I, I chose a pastry because the Danes love their pastries, and yes. I found a pastry shaped like a penis. Well done, well done. Now the reason we've got Churchill behind me is because we're drinking Carlsberg Special Brew, more readily associated in the UK with uh, how can I put it. Uh, al fresco drinkers of, of 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 no fixed abode um but it's got a rich history because it was brewed in 1950 by uh by the danes in honor of winston churchill they they brewed it in his honor because he he obviously won the war nothing to do with the russians he won the war single-handedly we won it and that's why we live in europe all right oh, um so and they made it because they loved. They knew he loved brandy and cognac. They put it. They brewed a lager that had a sort of cognac flavour to it. Because he, but he didn't. His favourite was Armenian brandy, wasn't it? Which Stalin yes. used to get him. And yes. um, he said, "I drank enough brandy during the Second World War to fill three railway carriages." But he never came off the rails, Tom. The drinker. He was. A he wasn't a drunk. He, he wasn't a drunk, drunk, folks. He wasn't. Now this is seven point five percent. It's basically a very, very strong lager, um, and it's got a very bad reputation here. Um, but in in Carlsberg, uh, in Carlsberg in Denmark, it's, a, it's still regarded as quite a, a premium beer. 
So uh, yeah. it's actually very well put together. They've reduced the ABV from 9% to 7.5%. And what's interesting about Carlsberg is that they, like us and the monks, do a lot of work for charity, but don't like right. to talk about it. They have this thing called a Carlsberg Foundation, which they started in 1876, I think. Uh, yes, 1876 by their founder, Jacobson. And it's basically, they give loads and loads of krona, loads of money to the arts, science, and research. And over the years, they've been responsible for some amazing discoveries. Um, pH scale, invented by mm. Carlsberg. Uh, they uh, they had this guy called Hansen in there, a proper boffin. He he worked out how yeast behaved, which in the brewing world, brewing world was very, very important. And they, he shared these discoveries. And they also came up with washing powder as well. And they've given millions of krona to trying to fight uh, coronavirus as well. Ah, I don't know why okay. they don't tell people more about it. but um, They should do. Um, like okay. The, yeah, they spend... It's very nice. Well um, done. When I say... Uh, all I would say oh, just is... A quick, gets... just, just, just before yeah. we give up on the Danes, because I sense this is going in one direction, I just wanted to say thank you to the guys at Empirical Spirits who, having seen our, our earlier round where we talked about their spirits but tasted their canned cocktail, actually sent us some of their uh, their habanero spirits. Remember we were talking about that? Yeah. And this is the one, this is, I don't know if you can see that on the screen. Yeah, just, just to say, it does like say... Trump and his stupid fucking wall blend. So, is that blend or bellend? <laughs> well, it's both. They should, they should change that. <laughs> They call they him the E L in, in. <laughs> big fat angry orange man. Uh, so so they did. They they. I mean that might have been a maybe they got went one in off the post there if it was one all or two one. No. I mean they. I think they. This is they're two very good. They have both got good history. Mm. Both of these beers. The trap is one I'd probably drink more than special brew. But special right. brew, if you taste it, you'll be surprised. It's not that it's it's quite drinkable. And okay. 7.5% is uh, there's, there's a lot going on there. I mean if it, look, if it's some craft brew, if Mickler brought this out, everyone would be going crazy for it. Yeah. But they haven't. So I think um, I think I think because of the the charitable nature of the uh, the monks endeavour that perhaps that's yeah. what should carry them through. Yes, uh, and uh, and uh, and yes, I think they have uh, the Almighty behind them. So Jesus, and uh, I mean, and okay. are, yeah. So well done, the so, Dutch. The they Dutch get go through. More Dutch cats in the next round. Well, well good for them. Um, and right, well, who's, next? We, who's next? Who's so next? France versus Scotland. France versus Scotland. So let's start with uh, the French, shall we? Uh, yep. Let's see what ah Bastille Day. Yes. Um, here we go. There's a picture of them actually getting angry and doing something about it, rather mm. than getting angry and running away. Yeah. Um, so, and what have you got a picture of? A bur burning <laughs> sheep. When as soon as you get over to Calais and you have any kind of livestock, woof, it goes up in flames. Ah. Uh, we say all this, but we love the French. I love um, the French. Love, I'm half, uh, my mum's half French, and, and I'm wearing French. I love the French. Uh, so this is, all just, a, this is all just this is all just light-hearted racism. I knew your mum had a bit of French. You know? So tonight, today, we're drinking uh, Louis Jadot, 
a Beaujolais village. Beaujolais village. 2018. Because <laughs> I couldn't do the numbers. Louis so, Jadot. Yeah. Louis no, I've told you to the way you speak, you've got to speak French. You, 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 you look for What's this gear all about then? Well, it's red. It's a red wine. Um, and the uh, vineyards are particularly spectacular, apparently. Let me, are they? Been. Wait a minute. Let me have a guess. Is it cold? Don't, don't, ruin, my, don't ruin my wine. <laughs> wait, balance, wait, wait, wait. Is it hot during the day and cold at night? Well, I'm going to tell you, first of all, there are over 60 hectares of vineyard, many what? of them, Premier and Grand Cru. Uh, and in Jacques Ladier, they have one of the most respected winemakers. Jacques, Working in Jacques. the Burgundy, Burgundy region. Yeah, big Jacques. Uh, Jacques of all trades, mostly of, of uh, winemaking. Wine. Jacques of all trades. Um, so the, the vineyards run from the tip of Chablis to the toe of Beaujolais. Um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean like so what's, is, is what's in there? Grapes and water? And, and yeah, and basically. Cooking. Well, apparently, these dudes are really passionate about terroir, terroir. Uh, by which we mean they love mud. <laughs> yeah. They just love that shit. And uh, over the 60 hectares, they, they, they put a lot of emphasis on what the soil is doing to the grape. And they let the grape do the work. So Big Jack out there, he's um, he's very keen to have as little influence on the winemaking process as possible. So but where he I doesn't like Jack, Jack does fuck all. Well, this is what I was going to get to, Ben. Because, because the point if is, I really work, like, what is he doing? I, I like this approach to winemaking. If there's one thing that's put us off distillation and alcohol and in brewing. general making it, brewing, winemaking... It's also the idea that you have to keep an eye on it and the detail and the temperature changes and the little dials and knobs. I know you like the knobs, yeah. but it's quite difficult to stay on top of the process. He believes that we should have less influence. So this might well be a winemaker after our own hearts. Uh, so uh, he lets nature do his thing. Sounds <laughs> like it's fucking easy uh, and um, the, the, for, for what it's worth the reds are fermented at high temperatures macerated for a month so you get a lot of fruit complexity in yeah, fruit and wine wow that's amazing i get grapey notes for Great. sure for sure Tan- are there um, tannins in there um there are some tannins i'm going to give it a, 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 a bit of a taste oh. i've got the 2018 oh it oh, is yeah. quite oh it is tanniny Tanninini. Oh, it's quite nah. Tanninastic. Very fruity. Ooh. Very black Ooh. country. Black currency. Not black but country. Not, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. The chicken. Uh, no, it's black currency. Uh, okay. Just so you know, Ben, this is 2018. Um, whether you should lay it down or not, well, we had quite a long wet spring then a harsh dry snap in july when it yeah came to i know i know it really uh, did report so the yeah. wines ended up in a region that had a desirable rondeur uh, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna... but they won't keep for as long as the more mineral 2017s yeah. um what i like about this more importantly is the fact that it's got bacchus on the front now you can see that wasn't he he did. He was a little cherub, and he's quite a, quite an interesting story. He was a, he was a Roman deity. Uh, they they took the the Greeks over in a one four six BC, yeah, before, before Jesus, uh, and they nicked their god Dion, Dionysus, who's the god of wine, and they replaced Dionysus with 
this god Bacchus. Bacchus is quite an interesting story. The child of mm-hmm. Jupiter, um, uh, who was a god. He got sewn onto a knee or something, didn't he? Well, it was the mortal Semele. Uh, so Jupiter and this bird had a bit of a to and fro. Oh, yeah, quite oh yeah. Itself. Um, but when he actually exposed himself to her, she uh, she spontaneously combusted. Always um, happens. Or they ran away. Was, such was his uh, manliness. And uh, But Jupiter rescued the embryo, and he sewed the embryo, if you remember rightly, Ben, to his thigh. <laughs> there. The old and boy meets girl. <laughs> yeah. Story. So- Sewing an embryo to your thigh, and that's where um, it it grew into a child, and the child was Bacchus. Uh, and this weird sort of thigh rebirth thing um, is a kind of representative of the cutting back and pruning of vines. So the Romans oh, okay. worshipped Bacchus uh, because of these reasons, uh, and they had massive, uh, huge parties, uh, which is where we get the term Bacchanalia. Yep, of course, um, which were eventually banned by the Romans in uh, shortly after he was he was he became one of their their gods actually because they were so raucous. So there we go. That's all backed by Berlusconi with his bunga bunga yes. parties. Indeed. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of this wine. I think it's a really nice, easy drinking red. It's something that you could easily have um, with food, maybe during or after dinner. Um, they have benefited from hot, uh, hot summers, cold, <laughs> cold winters, <laughs> hot days, cold yeah. nights, and, great grapes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I lived in Dijon for six months, uh, which is near there, and um, it was very nice. I had a great time. Okay. And so I've got a soft spot for the, uh, the Bourgogne. It's brilliant um, wine. It's good. They, they know their stuff. Okay, well... But a solid performance by the French. But well, I the thing say... about the French is they've got a lot in their locker. I don't know. I think that's a pretty good wine, and I think that's what 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 this what, represents. What's the damage? Is... What's the damage on a? No, th- this is one of the the mini bottles, and this costs four pounds seventy five from Tesco. So I think it's very good value. It is nice. It's good gear. All right. Um, okay. Good. But it also represents again. the French and the wine. That they have to offer. We, we, you know, we could go through many different wines. There are a lot of. Yeah, there are a lot of French wines. That's a good point, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but they're coming up against the Scots, and I've got the Scots in their traditional blue livery. Yeah. Uh, have you got? Have you got? Have you got some Johnny Walker today? I have. I have. I've got the um, gold label. You've got gold. Gold. Walker. Got a picture of this character here. Do you know him, Ben? Hang on, I can't see it. I can't see it. Wait a minute. The, the uh, Bollywood actor? Is that... Is that oh, is that Walking Johnny? It's Johnny Walker. He changed his name. Such was his love of Johnny Walker whiskey over in India. He christened himself after the Scotch whiskey. And uh, audiences love this man. Drive them wild with laughter and his drunken antics. Um, so he loved was it. Was he Recently, an drunk or was that a character he played? He just played a character. No, he was in Bollywood for, for decades. Big star. Um, recently, Johnny Walker had been in the news because they've done this. This cool-looking yeah, bottle. Yeah, that's what I've got behind me. Is, um, it's the first with no all sort of uh, environmentally sound, sustainable. It's basically a cardboard bottle, isn't it? Yeah. So they've not yeah. used anything that's going to 
hurt the dolphins in the sea. Mm. So fair play to them for putting their money where their mouth is. Well, they've um, also got they've got form for uh, packaging innovation, haven't they? Because Johnny Walker was the first one to put a, to design a square bottle. Thank you, Ben. Yes, he was. Uh, this is what's quite iconic about the Johnny Walker bottle. And it was this man, Alexander Walker, who came up with the idea of putting it into a square bottle because mm. it was easier to store it, package it and mm. send it abroad on the boat. Also, it got more bottles into a case, thus exactly. saving money. And for the Scots, that's what they want to do. Uh, so, uh, Johnny Walker set up in uh, 1820 by John Walker, who was, uh, ran a grocery shop into tea blending. At the time, Scotch whiskey, single malt whiskey, was pretty dreadful, frankly. So, they blended it. They blended it so that they could have better whiskey. Are you opening, so, are you opening that blue label? Yes, I am. If there's wow, one thing these videos are good for, it's being able to have a drink away from my children. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they set up in 1820, and yes, so the point I was making was that single malt whiskey was bad. Now, these days, single malt whiskey is very fashionable, blended whiskey less fashionable. <clears throat> Important to remember that actually blends exist because of the Scott single malt whiskey exists because of the blends. So the single malts are created to go into the blends mm. and blended whiskey is fantastic. It's a real art form. Jim Beveridge, who makes the Johnny Walker blends is a, is a, a master of taking lots of different flavors. He, he really is called Jim Beveridge. Yes. Mm. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's different that, really, but still. And um, so, so yeah, they, they, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. And the, the whiskies that go into the Johnny Walker blue label are rare they are delicious single malts from the best distilleries in Scotland. So they're taking the very best, a little bit of the very best, and they're putting them all together with a grain whiskey, which is slightly sweeter, and it sort of brings it all together. And as a result, their whiskies are fantastic. Um, oh, yeah, good, aren't they? I've got, I'm, 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 I'm having the gold, and that's 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 kind of. That's not the blue, but it's still very nice. I, like I love the blue. And I think it's partly because I've had the pleasure of going up there and I had some at Glen Eagles. <clears throat> I, I went be... there as well. I went and blended my own Johnny Walker blend and I used a um, sherry, no, Madeira, a Madeira cask aged. And I called my whiskey Glenmadiros. Nice. Glenmadiros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's clever. The Glen and the Madiros. Some good wordplay you got going on there. Yeah. Um, So Johnny Walker makes lots of different expressions. You'll see the red label, the black label. Black label is very, very good whiskey as well. Blue label is my favourite. It is the most uh, expensive of them. but it is, it's just so good. It's one of my favourite whiskies. And it's, okay, it so they're like going through, are they? No, they're not. What? <laughs> they can't because they're not on the spreadsheet. So <laughs> there, is a, there is an error in the spreadsheet. Uh, but also, I think we both on agree. Bastille Day, we've got to on put Bastille the spreadsheet. Day, the French, the French have got so many great f- French red wines that um, I think it would be... I think you've got to think about it. Imagine if the French just 
imagine if, if if you took all the French wines away, what the world would be like and how how dreadful it would be. And then you think okay, about yeah. taking all the blended whiskies away. Still catastrophic, bad, but yeah. most people probably get through it. I prefer to look at it when it comes down to it on a football level and say the Scottish are dog shit at football. They are shit. There's, no, there's no way they would have got this far. Well, I mean, the I mean, they only qualified because we put them there. Yeah. Uh, with a gesture of goodwill. And in the end, their drinks alone can't carry them much further. I, don't, I, no. I, I refuse to allow them. Okay, so we're taking the football into account here. Okay, yeah. that's good. And uh, Trebon, Trebon. That um, means the French go through to the semi-final with the Dutch. Dutch. Well done, everyone. That was wow, that was more. I, I, I was. I, just, I, I can't believe no one's done this before. It's such an amazing concept. And um, yeah, I mean, and you know what they said? They said do do like eighteen videos. They said it will be really fun. They said loads of people the, are going to watch them. They said, and lo and behold. We've done if it. you build it, if you build it, they will come. They will. That's what they so that's that. Into the semi-finals we go. Uh, we look forward to more japes and uh, drinking. And foolery and crazy capers. Well uh, done. Bubbles the winner. Drink less, drink better. Don't spread the virus. Spread the word. Wash your hands, especially after you go for a wee-wee.